millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello there. This is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this. Um, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you what's coming up. Because I've done it, I've recorded the episode. <laughs> There's a six-minute shout-out. For new listeners, uh, the six-minute shout-out is when I find something online and I'm like, oh, that looks good. Um, and, and I just talk about it for six minutes. And yeah, it's just a way of um, getting this information out to the masses and <laughs> letting people know what I've been enjoying recently. Um, not to say specifically what's... Um, what this week's topic is going to be you just have to wait and see, it's a bit of a mystery um, right now as, but we, we will know, we will know very soon uh, yeah I'm also talking about the film Tommy Boy um, this is for Podflix uh, where I just pick a random movie, it could be literally any movie from any year um, and yeah, it's just completely random uh, you'll, hear, you'll hear my thoughts on that film Um yeah, uh, also, speaking of random, uh, the Infinity Express. This is a story that I've been working on for, uh, was it 23 weeks? Well, more than 23 weeks. 23 episodes, thereabouts. Um, yeah, well, t- today is chapter 24. See, I, I always get it wrong. Um, and, yeah, uh, so I, I'm, I'm going to basically get some inspiration and write that chapter, and you're going to hear me read it out. I mean, I, I, it's not as boring as it sounds because I, um, I just record myself reading out um, the prompts, so the eight words that I'm, I'm going to insert into this this chapter, uh, and then you'll just hear me read what I've come up with, and it's always very random and very silly. Um, yeah, this one's this one's very weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read out this week. And that's pretty much it. So um, I think we should just get on with it now. Um, Okay? You pressed you, referring to me. That is incorrect. The correct answer is you. Okay, it's time for the six-minute shout-out, so let's spin that internet wheel. It's spinning. There's a lot of stuff on that wheel. (laughs) I have no idea what it's going to land on. It could literally be anything. It could be something from Facebook. It could be something from another podcast, maybe. What's it going to be? Oh, it's landed on Jonathan Pye. Um, yeah, he's a comedian. Uh, it's actually a fictional character, technically. I mean, it's interesting. Um, this is uh, going to be a bit of a rare moment for me because I don't really talk politics on this podcast that much. I think the last time I did a political six-minute shout-out was when I talked about um, John Oliver's piece on North Korea and how uh, he found a way of making light of all all the insane stuff that was happening at that time. Um, 
Uh, and uh, here's the thing, Be- because I'm a big John Oliver fan, you can probably see um, where my political leanings are. And I, you know, I don't mean to get preachy at all. I'm, I'm not not doing this to, um, like, because uh, here's the thing: Jonathan Pye is this very dogmatic character. He is passionate and determined because um, he has things he wants to talk about, and he basically does rants. He does rants on YouTube, um, and uh, the, the the man behind him is. Um, Tom Walker, I believe his name is. So yeah, he he started out as an actor, um, and this this character he's created is meant to be a reporter. Um, and each video it usually starts with him um, finishing a take that he's doing for television uh, out on the field, um, and then um, the camera's still rolling, but um, they're, they're doing this all as a pre-recording, so um, he's able to. Um, kind of snap out of reporter mode and then just start ranting about what's on his mind um and the first one i saw was uh his reaction to um the uh, school shooting i'm I'm actually having difficulty remembering which one but there you go um (laughs) the, the i think it's the most recent one i think but um yeah, I'm really trying not to get too political. <laughs> I'm trying to stay focused on this. Um, yeah, and when I watched that one, I I kind of enjoyed it for the same reason that I enjoy John Oliver's stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's stuff that I very much agree with. So, yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's a bit hard to talk about this. Like, it is comedy. Um, and, and I think... That that's always that that's kind of my um, safety measure is being like well you know they're comedians they're not trying to start a revolution or anything we don't need to um, panic about that because some people like um, it, 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 I I don't I don't see this as propaganda because um, um, Jonathan Pye is just a really funny character he, he kind of reminds me a little bit of like um, Alan Partridge or just. Because I think it's not really like Alan Partridge in the um, yeah I I don't I actually don't know why that's probably not the best example because um, yeah I I reckon um, Tom Walker is using this character to um, you know just just be able to speak his views because it's very cathartic to uh, really be honest and say what's on your mind and rant. And I think because that's just, you know, that's like a genre that I find very interesting. So if you look up Jonathan Pye on YouTube, you'll find his videos. And, I, and yeah, I've actually watched all of his videos now. I've watched all the videos on his channel. Um, and he's still making more. That He's, he's bringing them out um, uh, every couple of weeks or something like that. I, I'm not, I don't know, actually. But, but yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, I just think this is a really funny series, and it's a clever idea that um, you would have a reporter, you'd see his professional face, and then he'd switch to his angry face, where he's just, you know... um, um, Here's here's what I was going to say about the the first video I saw. When I was done watching it, I thought, yeah, that that was was pretty funny. Um, I wasn't entirely sure if I was going to watch any more of those, because... 
you, you kind of worry that um, you, you're going to see something in this character that you didn't want to see. Like maybe I'm just being a total millennial here and saying, you know, I need my safe space and all that. Um, but um, I was a little bit reluctant at first, but I'm glad that I did have a look at the other videos because it, it's good stuff. I I just think it's it's very well written. A lot of people in his comments, um, they're, they're really into all of this and they're like, this guy should have his own TV show. He, he pretty much does right now. Because <laughs> YouTube is... Um, it's another, this is another one of those things that's making me think maybe YouTube is just going to become television. You know? <laughs> Probably not the best thing, but yeah, um, I think you know he, he definitely deserves more views. Once again, this is someone who I think um, you know is just deserving of. Yeah, and I mustn't forget, I am go I, I'm going to try and get a clip in here um, <laughs> if I. If this doesn't work out because I've, I've watched this a couple of times. Anyway, uh, my six minutes is up, so I'll play the clip and then, then, then we shall move on. In a series of special reports, we're going to be looking at the government's plans to turn all schools into academies and what that means for your child. All right. Is it not still Easter? Are you still on holidays? Did, did you have to come in specially for this? Why? Why are we... Are you getting paid for this? Are we paying him for this? Why? It's a good visual. Tim, everyone knows that it's still the school holidays. They're not so stupid that I can't talk about schools without the use of a visual aid. Who are you speaking to? Mm, uh, well, this is, my, this is my Tim, okay? And he speaks to me through this and tells me what to do. It's really annoying. So say hello, Tim. He sounds weird. <laughs> he is weird. He is weird. Well, what else does he sound like? He's a wally. He is a wally. It's spot on, mate. Really? I, I like you. You're quite, you're quite clever, aren't you? Really? What, what do you think of um, Nikki Morgan's plans? To, uh, Miss Morgan, she, she tells all the teachers what to do. And so every now and then she gets them all into a big room and she tells them off for not being happy and smiley enough. Um, and she tells them all to cheer up. And then that does cheer them up because they all then laugh at her because they're teachers. So they know better than her because she isn't a teacher. She's a corporate lawyer. Scum, basically. Scum. Okay, one thing I completely forgot to mention is um, there, there is quite a lot of swearing in his videos. Uh, I chose that clip in particular because he doesn't swear so much. Um, so yeah, just just to let you know, I'm, I'm sorry I forgot to mention that. Okay, so now we're ready to move on to the next bit. Here we go. Arrest that jazz pancake! Yes, sir! Helen, we're both in sales. Let me tell you why I suck as a salesman. Let's say I go into some guy's office. Let's say he's even remotely interested in buying something. Well, then I get all excited. I'm like, Jojo, the idiot circus boy with a pretty new pet. The pet is my possible sale. Oh, my pretty little pet. I love you. So I stroke it, and I pet it, and I massage it. Yeah, I love it. I love my little naughty pet. You're naughty. And then I take my naughty pet and I go... Oh! 
That's when I blow it. But that's when people like us have got to forge ahead, Helen. Am I right? God, you're sick. After his auto parts tycoon father dies, the overweight, underachieving son teams up with a snide accountant to try and save the family business. And I'm just going to start by saying, it's another one of those films. That's really just what was going through my mind. Um, because, um, and, and also, I mustn't forget, when I picked this film, well, because I, I, I didn't pick it, I went on suggestmemovie.com uh, in the last episode, I, um, I didn't bother doing the thing where I switch off the filters because sometimes I, li- I like it to be a bit more of a random selection because uh, by default, uh, Suggest Me Movie um, uses filters that keep it to films that kind of get a very healthy score uh, on IMDb. Um, so yeah, uh, this film, it, it, it's, it's got a, a 7.1 out of 7. So pretty pretty good. That, that is, that's quite impressive. Um, but yeah, I um, I don't know. It seems that this one did quite well with critics, and I find that quite surprising because it is funny. Um, but we've seen films like this. You know, it really reminded me of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and I'm actually quite. Um, I was surprised when I found out that John Hughes had no involvement in this film because it, it is very John Hughesy. Although I, I can't quite make up my mind if it's one of those films that um, is inspired by John Hughes or um, the, the you know, um, it, it, it kind of seems like here's an example. There's one scene that's so much like a particular moment in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I just felt like they're not even trying now. They just um, clearly, you know, David Spade is Steve Martin, and um, Chris Farley is uh, John Candy, basically. Uh, but that isn't the entire film. There are a lot of other characters. Um, it takes a while before it gets to that kind of buddy comedy part because um, the two characters meet each other early on and for a while there is almost that sense of oh maybe they don't have a lot to do with each other and then all of a sudden we get into the trope of one of them's this bumbling idiot and the other one is the, just basically the straight man and um, they can't get along together and they have to work together uh, and I found myself thinking back to when I uh, did my little take on um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Because I think what I said when I was talking about that is um, a lot of Christmas movies after that seem to try and recreate all those tropes and everything and uh, try and make it work. And it can't be easy because the result is just like... um, we don't want this. We don't want another Christmas vacation. The first one was fine. Uh, so I, I was sort of debating over whether um, Christmas vacation um, is a classic or if, if it just happened to do all of this stuff first. And I think it's because, you know, me personally, I think it's really good and I actually enjoy watching it at Christmas. Um, 
And I think I also mentioned the uh, planes, trains, and automobiles uh, poster, and how on that poster, when you look at the expressions on Steve Martin and John Candy, um, it gives you that feeling of oh, it's just going to be one of those silly comedies where it's just all crazy and quirky, and then you actually watch it, and there's a, there's a lot more to it than that, and that's why I couldn't help thinking I, I, I don't know how I would uh, change this. You know, I can't. I, 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 I don't have any authority to um, retcon Tommy Boy, um, but I, f- I feel like there was a better film in there. I feel like, um, you know, it, it, if they did give it to John Hughes, maybe he would have um, come up with something better. I don't know. It, 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 you can't really say. It. It's not really. Um, um, yeah, basically. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think like if if you want to do a kind of John Hughes esque film, um, you can make it work. You can do something better than this, I reckon. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't even know if that was their intention, but uh, yeah, uh, that, that, that's it really. I, I feel like there needs to be more heart. They 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 did a pretty good job making the characters kind of three dimensional, but I'm just really surprised that. People seem to like this so much. I, I, I you know, I mean, because it, it did. You know, I am actually talking about it, so <laughs> clearly it left an impact. I, I didn't have a hard time sitting through it like some of the other films I've, I've done. Um, would I watch it again? No, I'm just going to watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles because that's the film that I think about whenever <laughs> I can't really watch this without thinking. I'd rather be watching Planes, Trains, and Automobiles right now. Um, but yeah, I, I can get why people like it, I suppose. It just seem, you know, 7.1, I don't know. <laughs> okay, um, now, I don't actually know what I'm going to do. Um, I, I, was, I was thinking um, there was a particular movie I had in mind. I, I hate to do this again, because this is the point where I usually go on to suggest me movie and, um, and, and have it... Uh, decide what the next film's going to be uh and i'm probably not going to do that this week simply because i've got a whole list of films now <laughs> there are so many that i'm considering that i might do um and i think i'll just wait and see because i don't know which ones i'm most likely to actually sit down and watch so um yeah uh that, that, that's what i'm gonna say i shall have Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
a birthday cake. FumpFest is taking place Memorial Day weekend in Chicago and will bring you a whole weekend of funny music with performances, games, panels, and more. This year's performing artists are Lauren Mayer, 2D6, Bill Larkin, Mark Gunn, Matt Griffo, The Library Bards, Mikey Mason, Power Salad, Steve Goody, Witty Cindy, The Shanty Shipwreck Show, and our FumpFest 2018 guest of honor, The Four Postmen. Whatever happens with a chainsaw juggler, he was a good friend of mine. Plus dumb parody ideas, dementia smackdown wrestling, and dare to be weird, a Weird Al burlesque tribute. Fumpfest is taking place May 25th through 27th at the Elk Grove Holiday Inn just outside Chicago. This is Luke reporting live from Fumpfest 2017. And now we have Dornail with a comment. Dornail? <laughs> That's how much fun you can have if you come to Fumpfest 2018. Visit FUMFEST.com for additional information. That's F-U-M-P-F-E-S-T dot com. Right, now it's time to write chapter 24, that was it, of uh, the Infinity Express. Um, so I need eight words. Uh, I'm just going to generate those. Um, basically, um, yeah, uh, the, 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 the team are traveling through... Um, an interdimensional cloud because uh, whenever they go through tunnels there's like um, a mist that creates chaos and does weird stuff um, Lisa had a, a panic attack because she, she hadn't witnessed anything like this before uh, so she broke one of the windows and now the mist is seeping in and causing each of the characters to um, morph and turn into different things, <laughs> um, and they're, they're now asking Suzette for help because she might have access to seaweed apparently, um, and Lisa needs seaweed because she's a manatee now. I think is the <laughs> that's what I ended on. Oh boy. Um, so I'm just going to stop this recording for a minute and I'm going to... Oh, I've got to tell you what words I've got. These are, these are the eight words that I'm going to be working into uh, this new chapter. Wine, remain, avoid, abhorrent, vanish, worthless, kaput, and thought. Okay, so... Um, it's all done now. I'm just going to read it. It's, uh, this is chapter 24 of the Infinity Express. Teresa is doing her best to pour herself a glass of wine, which is proving to be difficult with her new pizza hands. Her ears are also turning into avocados, making it harder for her to hear the cries of her fellow travellers. Everybody remain calm, bellows Lisa. Don't tell me to remain calm, Shane replies. I have big pointy ears and a long stupid snout, thanks to you. Teresa decides to avoid confrontation with either of them and walks over to Becky. Can I get you a drink at all? she asks. Get me a brandy, squawks Becky. We're out of shandy, says Teresa. Suddenly she has an idea. Becky, can you fly now that you're a parrot? <laughs> Becky attempts to flap her wings and softly bounces against the bars of the cage. I think so, but I don't know what will happen to my body if I leave the cage, she replies with a slight chirp. 
I look absolutely abhorrent, cries Shane. Uh, were you just man up? snaps Lisa. I thought you were meant to be an action hero guy or something. War criminal, more like, utters Teresa. Everyone looks at her. Sorry, forget I said that, she says, and tries to vanish into the corner. You have to tell me about that, says Lisa. Shane looks downwards and sighs. I'm not proud of this, he says. There was a war between two parallel worlds. My mission was to disable the barrier that protected the people of the flying carrot dimension. I accidentally blew up their fortress. I swear I didn't mean to. I'm a worthless bum. Becky picks up her spaghetti gun. Looks like this thing's kaput. I don't understand it. I've tried everything. Everyone goes quiet. Lisa is still processing Shane's story. The thought of people dying because of his lack of competence is troubling. I think I want some time alone, she says, and walks into the other carriage. Me too, says Teresa. I also want some Toblerone. What's red and smells like blue paint? Red paint. Yep, now you're getting it. Well, the time has very nearly come once again for me to send you all on your merry way. Um, I didn't write them down. Oh no, I forgot to write down the... Uh, uh, list of credits, the, the clips that I played. Okay, um, I've got them up here. I, could, I can just go through them again. I played clips from The Simpsons, Shooting Stars, Pete Moore, um, Jonathan Pye, Tommy Boy, uh, Community, uh, and Game Game Grumps. Yeah, I mean that's it. That's it. Yeah, uh, I, I did it. That's, <laughs> that's that taken care of. Um, yeah, uh, this podcast is available on Acast, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, if you haven't figured out by now, the uh, the live stream episodes, um, they're going to be every fourth episode. So I'm, I'm going to do a couple more of these. Um, actually, one thing I should just say while, while it's on my mind, um, I'm not going to be doing any podcasts in May. Uh, and I just know this is something that I'm going to forget to mention in one of the next couple of episodes uh, but yeah um, the main reason is um, I've got something planned for every single day so it's going to be a bit hard to do things the usual way, I'm, I'm kind of adjusting things just for that month so yeah, no podcasts in May, but I, I will definitely be back in June um, I, I, also don't, I don't think I'll be doing the usual um, Sunday live streams in May Um Basically, I'm going to be very busy that month, you know, like from the 1st to the 31st. Um, yeah, and I, I, I just uh, just wanted to uh, make that clear. Things things will be back to normal um, in June. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else do I need to talk about? There's uh, um, my Twitter, at Belugatoons. At uh, Belugatoons Pod is the Twitter for this podcast. Um, Belugatoons.com is the website. I'm, I'm basically just going to blast through this bit. <laughs> yeah, um, and the, I have a Redbubble store, Belugatoons.redbubble. So, yeah, um, I think that's it. That's all I can think of right now. So, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I don't know what, what the film is going to be next, next this one, but we'll 
there, there will be one I will have something to talk about in the next episode thanks very much for listening and bye bye Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business like that let's put it online and see what happens stage and the site is live that we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage thanks you're all set that count it up and ship it around the globe stage this one's going to Thailand and that wait did we just hit a million orders stage whatever your stage businesses that grow grow with Shopify sign up for your one dollar a month trial at shopify.com listen to 